1: Welcome to Do the Right Thing, the podcast panel show that wants you to do the right thing in any situation. For example, when is it OK to kiss a lady's hand? When you're a Spanish duke or she is the Pope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let's meet the teams for today. First of all, floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee, smells like a soybean. it's Michael Legg. <laughs> and she is like the ghost of a drowned romantic, it's Bridget Christie. <laughs> And competing tonight, she's all woman. Apparently, it's Margaret Cable and Smith. And here's the Ringo starter: Steve punts John Lennon. It's John Holmes. It's time for the first round. The importance of being right.
3: The importance of being
2: right
1: round, I'm going to present each team with a scenario and they must tell me the correct thing to do according to, more often than not, nutbags in cyberspace. (laughs) Michael and Bridget, you first. You have a wonderful back garden. Thank you. Everyone who meets you says it's the best garden ever. They love it. Until one day, some idiot moves in next door and plants a massive tree that overhangs your fence. Leaves and plums fall off the tree and leave a stinking mess on your lawn. They refuse to do anything about it. But what is the right Thing to do in this situation, according to GardenLaw.co.uk.
4: Right? Can I just check? It's not a euphemism, is it? It's an, an actual, a, a real, actual.
0: I think back, plum's back dropping garden. is a euphemism. <laughs> Definitely euphemism. a euphemism. In, in someone's plums. back garden.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Neighbor. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd wait till they got home. Yes. And then I'd knock and I'd say. I hope I haven't caught you at a bad time. <laughs> this is in great detail, Bridget. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't like confrontation, but but if you don't sort it out, then um, well, I, I, I'll, I'll I'll get the police. <laughs> That's good. Well, it, you can if something is hanging over your garden legally, you can chop it off and not. Yeah, but if it's
5: plums, right, as you were suggesting, why is it a problem? Cos you've just got three plums. Why would it be an issue? You might be allowed to... but then don't don't cut them off.
1: You say that.
5: (coughs) I do say that, If
1: you cut something off and then kept it, that is against the law. (laughs) (laughs) It belongs to them. What?
4: Yeah? Not if it's... It's in my airspace, Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it falls,
1: still belongs to them. Hey! You have to give
4: it back.
5: So you can pelt it back at their face. You're
4: allowed (laughs) to do that, yeah. (laughs) We've got a roof terrace, right, and we haven't got a garden. No, we haven't got a garden. All right, it's not a roof. All right, you can stand on our roof. That's what it is, basically. Like Santa. No, it's a flat roof. And it was really windy last week, right? And my neighbours, they've got a proper terrace with pots and stuff. And some wine glasses and everything flew over into our roof. Yeah. So I have to give them back. (laughs) You have to check if they want them. They didn't want them. But then that's all right. But if
1: they had a comrade saying, where are our broken wine glasses? We want them for some sort of disgusting did, m play. So I'd
5: have denied I had them. It was perfectly acceptable for me, and this did happen, when a woodpecker, <laughs> right, flew into my neighbour's window but fell dead my side of the fence, and I just lobbed it over.
2: <laughs>
5: I don't think that, legally... Technically, that's legally theirs, so, no. isn't it? That's what you were saying. It do not It died on their window.
6: No, I locked it back. If I came and died in your house,
5: Johnny, I'd I give you think... to the neighbours. No,
6: but you wouldn't. But also, you
5: wouldn't own me at I, any point. I, I fucking would for about <laughs> half an hour.
6: <laughs> well, we,
5: we've
2: set the bar then.
0: <laughs> Thing is, I I fell out with a neighbour years ago because he kept saying that my dog. Um, Pooed uh, in the front of his house, which my dog never pooed in the front of his house. And he said, well, I'm really getting angry, your dog keeps pooing in the front of my house. Said, no, no, she doesn't, doesn't. Trust me, dog doesn't go anywhere near the front of your house without me, and I would notice if she was having a poo. He goes, no, it's definitely happening. And then started shoving leaflets through my door saying it's £100 fine if your dog shits in the street if your dog shits in the street I'm going to fine you £100 and the thing is I had to be physically stopped from going around to the front of the house and shitting because it didn't say anything about me shitting
1: and you know the bonus is that shit would still belong to you
0: yeah That's
3: and like I, a would I want it back yeah
0: exactly
1: you'd have to return it yeah well yeah. let's go over to producer Ben who has the actual answers for us
3: you can't cut down the whole tree yourself but even though the tree's overhanging your garden it still belongs to your neighbour you can chop the branches back to your garden ba- boundary so point to Bridget and <laughs> and you don't need to ask the neighbour's permission first but you must return any chopped off branches leaves and fruit to the neighbour to keep them is theft or you could just sue the neighbour for trespass, nuisance or negligence you were
2: right <laughs> well,
1: that's,
2: that's yeah. that's well done Bridget.
1: Or you could cut off their horse's head and hide it in their bed.
5: Another option. If their horse puts its head over your face, yes. you can literally <laughs> hack it yeah. off.
1: Margaret and John, here is your one. You're attending a romantic singles night on the Orient Express you're dressing for dinner and putting on a beautiful and expensive evening gown, John, when you realise there is a crazy man who has taken over the controls and is driving the train straight towards a bomb. You need to get off the train and fast! According to brainfuel.tv, what is the right way to do this?
5: To get off a speeding train. Yes. Well, Well,
1: first
6: tuck the evening gown into your knickers. Yeah.
5: uh, Well, you're you're as we've established already, you're a corpse that's sharing the uh, the cabin with me.
6: Just because I mentioned dying earlier does not now instantly.
4: It's aroused
5: me, and (laughs) so I'm going to tuck my evening gown into your knickers.
4: Uh, Where are you going? I don't
5: know. I'm going to stop now. Well, you're an express, so it's not British train because they would be stopped. Obviously, I I mean, I live in Kent and I travel on Southeastern. That doesn't move fast enough
2: for anyone <laughs> to, to consider into anywhere,
5: yeah. going yeah. near a bomb. It's with quite
1: you. a fast train.
5: Uh, no, so I'm going to guess that um, you... Uh, well, there'll be even another example about southeastern trains before that, right? Because, <laughs> because, no, this is really, really annoying. I was on southeastern trains, right, and the train stopped in the absolute middle of nowhere, and there was an obstruction <laughs> uh, on the line, OK? And then we sat there, and they didn't tell us what it was, and then a police helicopter landed in the field next to the train and they said there's an obstruction on the line we've had to call the police, we can't move, we were there for an hour in the end it turned out because it was the Medway towns some chaff had just put an armchair on the line (laughs) now to my mind, if you're in a train that could smash through an armchair I'm just cross about no, this. No, no, well, no, no, Why have they
0: taken off the furniture catchers from the front of trains? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a brilliant time, though, on southeastern trains when it stopped in the middle of nowhere for no reason. It was actually just one of the greatest moments of my life. It genuinely was. In fact, I've never felt better about myself because I was there for, like, two hours, maybe even three. Were you on the same train as me? Could Is have been, what? yeah. It could have been. It was maybe about four or five months ago? Yeah. Yeah, now I know Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: But I wanted to go to the loo and I held on, because I, I don't like going into the little loo in the toilet. So I held on as long as I could and I thought after about three hours of needing a wee-wee, I thought, like, I'm just going to have to go. So just as I'm about to get myself ready to stand up and walk down the corner, this announcement uh, comes up and just says, um, would any doctor or medical staff please go to Coach C? Now, I get up immediately and start walking towards the loo, which is in Coach C. And genuinely, everyone that I passed looked at me like they wanted me more than they wanted anyone in their life. He's a doctor! Men and women were slightly brushing me as I went past. <laughs> women putting their fingertips into their wet mouths as I walked past. <laughs> staring at me, longing late. And you know what? I felt, for the first time, Bridget, I had a good job. I respect... People thought I was someone to look up to, and it all ended when I went psh on the button of a toilet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Margaret, have you had any scary journeys? I've never been on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Just horse and carriage Sarah.
6: everywhere. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm double-barreled. Um, well, of I, don't, I don't know, do you jump... I mean, if the train... You jump at an angle. You jump at an angle. In a suit with
5: a gun. This is physics.
1: Um, do you jump forwards or backwards off the train? Do you, I think you
5: have to do a, a forward roll. <laughs> you can't jump backwards because you'd be going against, you know, the laws of physics like Brian Cox. Well, says. no,
1: but like, in which way the train is uh, you jump in the
5: direction of the train because you, you have to keep up with the speed of the train.
1: Producer Ben, is this right? I don't think
2: so. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the answer is you should jump forwards off the train, otherwise you'll end up travelling backwards very fast using your bottom as a brake. That's, That's what forward. I said. You need to use a jump and roll technique. Uh, aim to hit the ground with one shoulder and roll into a ball on impact. Try to jump from the train while it's going slower, round a corner or uphill. <laughs> Don't jump onto debris that could be dangerous such as boulders, scrap metal, junkies needles or onto a live track.
6: But jump onto junkies needles. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go out of your way to actually jump onto junkies needles. Have, have you needles. been through the
1: Medway town? <laughs> <laughs> Bridget did get some points there.
6: That was there.
2: your point? That was yeah, point. She did a oh, forward roll. Give her a
1: round of Techno. applause, she needs it doing some research on this on Yahoo Answers and uh, this is a genuine query by a member of the public on this trains scare me, I have a fear of stopping in my car at a railroad crossing and having a bomb jump off the train and hijack my car from me, is this even possible? <laughs> and the top answer was this is enormously unlikely and the next answer was only an exceptional bomb could do this <laughs> and at the end of that round I think we're all a bit older and wiser and we know a lot about John Holmes's plums <laughs> in this round we ask the panel to tear apart real problems from real people as we get them to be agony aunts so let's start with this. this is a real letter sent into a proper newspaper that margaret cable smith is going to read out for us
6: dear agony aunt i'm 23 and love 1950s music film and clothes i even met the the lindy hop tutor but what i don't get is this i have huge breasts and they really get in my way They're 34 double G and I'm only a size 8. Diddums. (laughs) I can't run. I get rashes underneath. (laughs) Yeah. Guys are only interested in them, not me. And you know what? The NHS won't take me seriously when I ask for a breast reduction. Yet they give breast implants to some women. What's the world coming to? So the question is actually, what's the world coming to? Which is quite vague.
1: Michael, what's the world coming to?
0: Well, you know, um, what she should do is, if she thinks it's uncomfortable, then deal with it properly by constantly eating and letting the rest of her body catch up with her.
6: (laughs) They might it, yeah. they might get bigger, you know, exponentially. I think that's might good. Might do. Advice. I think it's worth the risk. Do, f- do
5: they fill with food? Is that what happens? Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Mine do if you stuff them.
7: Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Bridget, what advice?
5: Is this you... after you're dead or before? I'm. Oh, so...
1: Will you
4: just stop going about me being dead? Bridget, you're a lady. You've got breasts. What would your advice be? <laughs> okay. Look, you know, it's it's all relative. You know, to her, it might yeah. be a big thing. Exactly. Two big things. So. <laughs> No. no. <laughs> That's no. not good enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: <laughs> okay, she's twenty-three and she's got big boobs and she's a size eight. And she's a size- my, my advice as a forty-year-old small-breasted woman who has breastfed twice. My advice would be, f- fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck off! Yeah, you'll miss them when they're gone. That's... uh... Really? No, let's be sick, because I said it's relative. Fuck off!
1: No. You know, as a woman, though, they say that your your perfect breast size... Like, if you can hold a pencil underneath your boob, then your breasts are too big. But I can fit a hairdryer under mine. (laughs) It stays
4: there.
0: I went to a shop in uh, in the train station near where I live recently and I wanted to uh, to get a bottle of Coca-Cola.
4: Remember, we're talking about boobs.
0: (laughs) Oh, I just want to tell you about my interesting life. (laughs) Sometimes I go to the shop. (laughs) Enough of that story. Do I get a point? (laughs) But this, this lady got into the shop just in front of me and she got whatever she wanted. And he said, uh, that'll be, like, whatever, £3.50. And she went, OK. And put her hand in her bra and took out a tenner on a hot and sweaty day.
2: <laughs> and the
0: bloke just went, oh... <laughs> I haven't got any change, which clearly was a lie. And then she turned to me and she said, oh, look, you wouldn't have uh, change of a tenner. And I wasn't like the shopkeeper, I was an honest person. I went, it was in your tits.
2: You should have put your... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I'll just wank some
5: change
1: out. <laughs> John, have you got any advice for this poor lady? Well, I
5: well, I don't know. Could you? Is there such a thing as a tit donor card? I don't know. Do, can you? Can <laughs> well, you? What, she you cut them all off. Well, I, I'm not suggesting cuts them all off, just maybe one of them and spreads the other one around to form <laughs> them. I don't know. I don't, yeah, but you know, who donates no. their tits? No, John. Know. I'm just, John, no. Oh, you know, I'm,
0: if, no, John, you no. Could, no honestly, this is like, not just nice. Get, just graft one onto a cow or something. No, honestly, this is not. Not I'm nice. dying, but I hope my breasts live
3: <laughs> yes. on. Okay.
1: Ben, do we have answers?
3: <laughs> yeah, there is an actual answer, but it's as vague as the question, really. Oh. Uh, this is the whole answer in its entirety. Uh, The Agony Aunt answers, What's the world coming to? It's coming from real to fake. It's coming from, I'm a male consultant and I can't see the problem. It's coming from, would you just strip off for me? However, I'm with you. Big breasts are just huge, annoying lumps of fat.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
2: What he's done there is
3: mix up breasts with Chris Moyles.
4: (laughs) Sorry, that was the answer from who? An Agony Aunt. Aunt. I know. Are they registered? (laughs) I, can't. I thought this was going to be fun tonight. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> no one else did. I know that.
4: <laughs> Michael, I believe you
1: have another problem from a publication d- to d- read out I for us. I do have a
0: problem, actually. Here we go Dear Agony Aunt, I'm 54, handsome and intelligent. <laughs> it's not much of a problem.
2: <laughs>
0: but my car is crashing into a fucking ravine. No.
2: <laughs> Go.
6: Yours sincerely.
0: <laughs> I'm 54, handsome and intelligent. I work full-time, but to earn a bit of extra cash, I'm also a part-time escort. I entertain. A 39-year-old woman, regularly, and I treat her to a great evening out whenever we meet up. The only thing that bothers me is she expects
2: sex.
0: Including foreplay and French kissing, you can believe such a thing. She also insists on going on top (laughs) as she's a size 22. (laughs) That can really hurt my rib cage. When I've complained in the past, She's called me just a gigolo. Is this from David Lee Roth? <laughs> because, I, he's about 54, isn't he? Because I'm getting paid. I told my boss all of this, but she just says that it's down to me whether I agree to sex or not. Do I have to offer sex to be a successful escort?
2: <laughs>
0: you arrogant bollock. Margaret, you are... Do you are know sad. what? I hope that 22-stone woman is actually five blokes in a fat suit. <laughs> all fucking him every night.
1: Uh, Margaret, you're I a, you're a kind woman. What
6: would your yeah, you advice know, to be? <laughs> you know, 20, size 22 is not the same as 22
0: stone. Just wanted to oh, I don't know, I wasn't her. really listening when I was reading. <laughs> you
2: know.
1: Has anybody got any advice for this poor man? I really object to the fact that he was given
6: the answer in his own letter. He said, she said, it's up to you. There's a lady over there nodding. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. Thank you.
1: If you hired uh, an escort... If? if <laughs> when you hire an yes, escort... Yes, yes. Uh, would you expect him to have sex with you? Um, uh, <laughs> I, was t- I was taught when I was young
2: <laughs>
6: that, was, that men just wanted to have sex... Just all the time, with all women. Who taught you that And life? Well, you know, I went, <laughs> I went to a convent school. That's kind of the impression you get. But I think that's... Sister that Perv the, um... told you this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
6: but it made my teens and early 20s very, very unhappy because, I mean, nobody wanted to have sex with me.
4: I, um, I was no. taught by nuns they never said anything about sex.
6: No, no, no. We'll no
0: talk about I was taught by nuns and they said no-one wants to have sex with you. Yeah.
4: No, yeah, because
6: you're a man. But they no, you. thought, oh... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Hundreds of miles away, my name was being
1: used. So um, the agony aunt in this case was uh, a Nolan sister. <laughs> it was Colleen Nolan in the She's Daily in the Mirror. She's
3: for problems.
1: So what did she say, producer Ben? What was her advice?
3: Uh, she said you shouldn't have to have sex as an escort. So who said that first? Me. Cable Smith did. Yeah. You should. Uh,
1: It's really scary.
3: I am never being your prostitute. She said, maybe you should find a more supportive agency. And this is a direct quote From the many telephone boxes I've been in, there are many, many escort agencies to choose from. (laughs) Well, I wonder what happened to the
5: Nolans, and now we know, don't we?
1: You've seen how useless the panel are answering real questions from people who we don't even see. So now we're going to test you on the audience. We have asked the audience for their own problems, and I'm going to get you to act like agony aunts to their faces. Oh God! I know. <laughs> reel it in. So Tom S is Tom S here. Yes. <clears throat> Tom's problem is my parents split over two years ago.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: How can I make them stop sleeping with each other?
5: Get in bed between them, Tom.
6: Tell them you've had a nightmare.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Say to them, this is what you made last time. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I don't know what's come over me, Tom. So how long has this been going on? Just uh, Well, we since they split two up. Years, yeah, two um, years. Well, that's were
5: true. they having sex before that?
6: The
4: problem afraid? is that since my parents split up, my dad seems to think it's a good idea to talk to me about it. Oh! oh. oh. No, I... What's me? it like? Listen, right... <laughs>
5: Well, he keeps going back for more, so probably pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and your ah! mother! What de- how much detail um, does... Tell us about your mum. Come on, tell... What are, how much-
2: <laughs>
0: where do they yeah. have sex? Is it in Dad's house or Mum's house? Do you know what? I never asked them that.
4: OK, so we yeah, don't Really, they, to do. they
0: tell you everything except the location. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: know? Seriously, I think I've got the right answer. You have to start telling your dad about your sexual relationship as well? Not with your with mum? Your... <laughs> that would be... I was getting to it, John. Yeah. Oh, it's like, not the week. It's like, bloody not the week, <laughs> <laughs> Don't exaggerate, Bridget, you've been given a microphone. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do that. And if he says that, say, oh, yeah, that's interesting, cos last night, would I, and then say something, like, keep topping him. So a bit of competition. Just
5: go, if she, he says, yes, I mean, you know, last night we, um, you know, we uh, 69'd, uh, then, you know, you just go, uh, yeah, she's good at that, isn't she?
2: No, no, I don't think that is no, what Bridget was saying. No, it's not It's not what I
6: was saying, no. No, 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 saying. no. no. Uh, no if, he says, if stick, he says yeah, we 69'd... Say she's terrible at it. You say... <laughs> You don't say that. You say, "Well, we 138th." <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to do that maths. Oh, but really? um,
1: Tom, is uh, <laughs> who, who on the panel has given you the best advice?
7: I'm gonna have to say John Holmes. <laughs>
2: no, no, Come on, roll, roll,
1: roll, roll. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't give him any advice.
6: The advice was to tell him that he was 69 in his own mum's. I mean, you've
4: got to go and talk to him. a kids' programme.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is Marion in the audience? Yeah. Marion's problem is, my little brother, age 14, is a twat. (laughs) He likes to walk around the house naked, he never turns things off, and all I can ever hear is him shouting at his friends on the Xbox Live. What can I do? Panel.
6: Naked and shouting. How often is he naked, Marion? Whenever
4: you have a shower. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting! (laughs) Disgusting! (laughs) (laughs) That is the, what a weird, that is the weird, what? Not even his socks and pants on in the shower. He needs locking up. What a disgusting, uh, I, tell I you want what, you I, to
0: send him round to my uh, house. Yeah.
4: Do you have to
1: elaborate on that, Marion? Um,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he's been in the shower, he doesn't put any clothes on. Till when? Till when he goes to bed. Oh, to Does th- he go to school and then? <laughs> no, just when he's at home.
0: Oh, but all the time so this is sort of your problem.
4: Really. <laughs> Does he, um, he sounds like a bit of a free spirit to me. I like him. I think he's all right. Are we Are we
6: turning against Marion? Is that what's sort of happening? Yeah. yeah, let's all kick it's... her head in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, closer for like the For... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, down with the Tories. <laughs> Yeah, stop
0: taxing us, Politics. Wilson.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, How about the shouting at the Down Xbox? Down with the clothes. Would that annoy you, the
4: shouting? What does he shout? Just insults. Oscar Wilde? No, naked, just insults. insults. Yeah. Does he sh- keep shouting
5: while he's getting dressed?
4: He <laughs> <laughs> sounds so
2: brilliant, sorry. <laughs> Put putting my trousers on! <laughs> <laughs> One sock! <laughs>
1: Marion, who uh, on the panel has given you the best advice, do you think, in this situation? I haven't given them
4: any, have we? Well.
0: <laughs> Just enjoy no your naked one. brother. He won't always be 14.
1: No. <laughs> well, Marion has decided no one gets any points so far. Oh, wow. Ben, what are the scores so far? <clears throat> yeah.
3: Michael and Bridget have got two.
1: Margaret and John have got two and a half. John have got two and a half. <laughs> in the internet wants a piece of our panel's mind, you can email us at rightthingone at gmail.com and you never know, we might be able to help. Obviously, that's very unlikely. <laughs> now it's time to ask an expert. Ask,
2: ask, 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 ask. ask the <laughs>
1: This is the round where we ask an expert what the right thing to do is in scenarios we've cleverly crafted around their actual lives. So this week, our expert is an expert in importing flowers. Please welcome Tim. (laughs) Hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Tim. So, Tim, you buy flowers from across the world uh, to put in our supermarkets. Yep. Is that as glamorous as it sounds?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all supermarkets or the whole gamut? Wait,
3: oh, yeah, I don't do waitresses.
1: You don't do waitresses. No, it's no, it's just
3: a, bit, a shit ones. So. <laughs> Marks and Spencer.
4: I do Marks and Spencer. Oh, well, that's,
3: that's all right, right then. Garages. Sorry?
4: Where do garages get their flowers? I can't
3: tell you that. What oh.
4: about them lampposts? posts? Lamp posts. Yeah. Oh. Where do they <laughs> no. No, don't clap that. Don't clap that. It's embarrassing.
6: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Right, so, panel, I'm going to give you one minute and you can ask Tim some questions to try and gauge him as a man and then we'll try and... <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Seven um, OK, can I start? So you start, Margaret,
6: yeah. Um, would you say there were any flowers that were, like, scientifically evil? <laughs>
3: um, no, there's one flower that just gives out a stellar death. But other than that, no.
7: What's
5: that? The smell of death. Yeah, the smell of death, big time. Yeah, it's what? a massive blow What's as well. What's the smell of death like? It smells like death.
4: <laughs> <laughs> His arms He's <laughs> dead. Surely you've smelt that a few times tonight, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, Tim. Hi there. Um, so... Flowers. Um, do you keep up with modern trends in the flower world?
5: Um, with regards to
0: well, because I've got this idea for a new wreath. Um, it's in the shape of like the colon and open brackets. So sad face. Um, Have that as a wreath. If you've got a business card. So is that a yes or a no? Do you keep a up? You... Yeah, you're you're cutting edge, cutting hedge. Um...
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: You get up here and fucking <laughs> try. Oh my God, I'm the only man that hasn't done a Queen joke! <laughs> it's coming up, though, isn't
2: oh, it? No, 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 no.
4: Tim, if you were in a restaurant, yeah. having a romantic, and a violinist came up, yeah. who you knew...
2: Yeah. <laughs> what is
4: this? <laughs> With a rose... And you, and you rose. hadn't
0: seen him in a while. Yeah. And, and you Quiet. remember that holiday... one. You,
4: you had your time and it was boring! <laughs> With a, playing the violin with a rose in his mouth, would yeah. you think, oh, why couldn't that have been a jura I'd be or...
3: concerned about hygiene, you know, with all the thorns and exactly. everything. I'd be like, is he
5: cutting his mouth? Is he really concentrating So on the you violin? would be a,
4: a, an unromantic date?
5: <laughs> Do you get all your flowers by cutting them from your neighbour's bushes if they're overhanging your fence? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Well, the lighthouse keeper's pretty pissed off with (laughs) us.
1: Here's scenario number one. A shipment of flowers has arrived from a new Colombian supplier. However, as the containers are opened, you hear screams from the warehouse floor. Hundreds of killer spiders are spilling out and eating the staff. You see the spiders heading for the open warehouse door. If you shot it, you contain the problem, but condemn the company staff to a horrific death. If you leave the doors open, the spiders can escape and terrorise the country in some sort of spider apocalypse. What is the right thing to do in this situation? What do you think Tim would do in this situation? I think Tim
6: seems quite a moral young man. No, he's shaking his head. That's good, That's his clues. He's going to condemn the country. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's your
1: answer, Any, Michael.
6: I,
0: I need that repeated, I'm afraid. Because, oh, um, the reason You're I'm just going to be
1: whispering in Bridget's
6: ear and going, no, no, no. You deserve what you get and you deserve to lose.
1: <laughs> Some killer spiders are on the loose. Right. Uh, Tim can either shut the warehouse doors and keep the spiders contained, mm-hmm. condemning himself and the staff to death, or we can Bring let it. the spiders run free and avoid death.
5: Can I just point out, no, nobody said I was going to die. Uh.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. You are in. You're the person operating the doors.
3: You're joking.
1: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: and they can only be operated no. from the inside. They're that sort of door. No, the I think thing
0: Think I might have given the wrong. Answer. The, the great thing. The great thing about asking to hear that question again is I've been given the answer <laughs> by Tim. He would cowardly make sure everyone else died. And
1: in he live. What would you do, Tim, if that was the situation?
5: Funnily enough, what I'd worked out to do was that uh, I'd put everybody into a cold fridge, which is where we store the flowers. The spiders aren't going to go in there, it's a little bit chilly. And uh, then I'd call for help.
1: That's amazing! <laughs> I couldn't get close enough. Do, do phones work in fridges? I hope so. <laughs> Scenario: It's Valentine's Day and your main shipment of red roses arrives and, as demand is high, leaves the warehouse quickly uh, as supermarkets uh, around the country are all grappling for them. You take one bouquet yourself to use on a hot date. However, when you get home and put them in a vase, you get an intense burning sensation on your hands. To your horror, you realise that the roses are secreting some kind of corrosive sap. Do you stay quiet or do you call back the deliveries, ruining your chance of a bit of boon? (laughs) <laughs> Just a bit What right. did Tim do in that situation?
5: Well, if he's got corrosive sap all over his hands
1: <laughs> It's not on his cock <laughs>
5: but still, If it's he's got it on his it's hands hard to
2: have sex without you your hands
5: Then, then that's but not going to go on. My friend Nick, I'm, again, I don't know whether you're going to listen to this podcast But he works for Sky News, right? This hand, <laughs> <laughs> Right, he, with his girlfriend Jane At the time she split over What does she do? Very shortly after, She's a teacher. She's teacher. Where? Um, <laughs> in, a, in a primary school Primary school. Yeah. I thought
4: she was primary school. Yeah, too. she yeah. is.
5: Yeah. So he cooked what he said was an endothermic chilli. This was his speciality as a student. Right? And he said it, it was a chilli that was so hot, it cooked itself. That was his thing, right? And uh, so he cut all the chilies, and that was fine. He made this lovely, it was very hot chilli. And then they went upstairs afterwards and, um, well, I'll be honest, he, uh, he fingered it. <laughs> and, um... Oh, my God! Oh. is... They're not even married. That no. <laughs> and they... And oh, I hate this story. Utterly <laughs> 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 without Actually, moral. <laughs> uh, it was without moral, but with, with a lot of cold <laughs> shower head.
6: You're not supposed to use water anyway, are you? You're supposed to use bread.
5: I think it's milk. Rice. What the
0: fuck? It's a
6: finger On someone. your clitoris.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> if you've got chili, I'm what
6: saying. What? If soldiers? You've got chili on your clitoris. Soldiers!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dippy <you laughs> soldiers! What? And an egg? What? What? <laughs> oh, man. Bridget, you're a lady. What would you do? Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> would you recall the products? Or would you go on a date with knowing that thousands of lovers could perish? Could you have a warning? On the radio?
4: Yeah. What? Oh my <laughs> God. On the radio. What? Did we just find out what he said. Like, a, like an air raid siren. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what would you do in this situation?
3: I think I'd have to take them back to the factory.
1: You take them back to the
6: factory? Yeah, yes. yes. wow, that's
2: a good thing
1: you. You're a good man. <laughs> So you would miss out. You would miss out on a date and save. Nobody the... told
3: me I would miss out on a date. Yeah, they just like, said... yeah.
1: You're like, she's gagging for it.
3: Well, I think I've misread the question.
1: Okay. So <laughs> what you're saying
5: is you you keep on with the date, then you'd actually risk injury. Maybe I'd nip to the loo, and make a phone but, call.
4: Hey, that's what, what to... I said. A warning. Yeah. Well, not
5: like an air raid siren. That's a
4: bit.
6: <laughs> on the radio.
0: That's
5: really. Well, not we all have different types said. of warning, Tim. <clears throat> yeah, all right.
0: Stop being you? warning racist.
1: Points <laughs> to Bridget Christie. <laughs> is Tim our expert hey! oh, and now it's time for the final round do the wrong thing oh. do the
2: wrong thing do the wrong thing do the wrong
1: thing this is a round where I ask panellists to tell me what is the wrongest thing to do in any given scenario and uh, the most wrong are a to surprise oh yeah, that's I'm nice. yeah, that's yeah so uh, this round will end when producer Ben toots his horn so here we go You have the power to raise the dead. What is the wrong thing to do?
5: Ah, raise Diana. um, (laughs) Just to send the Daily Express fucking insane.
4: Go to death row, right, in Texas, and get all the guilty ones that have been... and line them all up and lead them to the governor of Texas's house by, like, with a little pipe or something. Uh, But only five of them, the guilty ones that have been killed, and then say, yeah, I'm from England, and we live in a, in a civilised society. And if you want to live... in it, I've only got five of them here. I can get them all up here to your house. So you better change your laws. Oh, my goodness.
0: Pull your trousers up. I think I would spend the entire day, if I could do that, in a tribute to the great television programme Torchwood, by constantly killing John Barrowman and bringing him back to life. I'd enjoy that.
1: You buy a lottery ticket for your family but forget to tell them and then you discover you've won the jackpot. What is the wrong thing to do?
5: Use the money to hire an assassin to kill your family. <laughs>
1: Move, on. Move on. You discover a beautiful yet
4: unconscious mermaid in your back garden.
1: <laughs> what is the wrong Bloody
4: thing? Bloody do? R- r- ring up, downstairs. Hannah and say that they're making Splash 3 but they're not casting her because she's a, a two, an old witch and that and that they, they've got the actress and then give her your address. That's good. <laughs> Margaret, what
1: would you do to the mermaid? What do you
6: mean? No, it's not what would I do it's what's the wrongest thing to do. Don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to do. pin me. what dragon. would you
0: do? I'll use either half as a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if it's If it's really the wrong thing, then clearly, if you saw a mermaid in your back garden, if it's the wrong thing, clearly, you would force a unicorn to fuck it.
1: You find a bunny rabbit hidden under a bush. Every time you punch it in the face, it poos a penny. (laughs) What is the wrong thing to do? You'd
5: cut the rabbit's guts open and get all the pennies out in one scoop.
4: Oh, have you not read books?
5: Oh, I've read books, but none of them were about that.
4: I'd give one to my four-year-old son, right? And then I'd say to him, "Hey, that's not chocolate. That's rabbit shit." And then when he'd stop crying about that, I'd tell him how, I'd tell him how I got it. Michael, I'm
0: vegan. I would not do anything. Yeah. I would not hit a rabbit. Yeah, but what?
4: you have to say what the wrongest thing. Oh,
0: I'd hit the rabbit <laughs> and then drink its milk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the end of the show. Oh
2: yes! <laughs> it came quite suddenly.
1: Did you the bend, the final scores?
3: It's very close. Oh. Michael and Bridget got five. Fuck off! But with five. Fuck and a off. Half, fuck off. Oh, 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 off. Margaret and John. Yeah.
0: I am not doing the next one. Oh, don't. Go
4: fuck yourself. Well <laughs> <laughs> done
1: you to John and Margaret. Yeah. 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 No one in
4: this room believes that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. That's the end of the show. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.